into the game. Start of a four-game series for the Cubs and Cardinals at Wrigley tonight. Marcus Stroman will oppose Steven Matz in the pitching matchup. First round of the Open Championship continues at Royal Liverpool with Tommy Fleetwood and amateur Christo Lambrecht, the co-leaders in the clubhouse at five under par. The Women's World Cup got started with host countries Australia and New Zealand posting wins. The USA plays their opener against Vietnam tomorrow night. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Welcome back. It's hour number two, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com momentarily. I uh, look forward to that conversation. Uh, Trent's plays of the day about 10 minutes uh, before 1 o'clock. Uh, he'll give you who he's betting tonight in MLB. Let's get Pete Futek in here as we inch our way to college football season. Uh, college football news continues to pop up the content each and every. I don't know how many how you find enough hours in the day to do everything that you guys do over there. Uh, how many how many pieces do you put out in one day, Pete? Any idea? A million. You must. A million pieces a day. Yes. No, we're trying to crank it all up. We just put the. Finish up all the conf- all conference teams, all Big Twelve team up right now. Just this morning, and now we dive into more fun stuff. But uh, yeah, we just kind of keep putt putting along here with uh, trying to get this college football season. And we can't get the football season fast enough at this point. Uh, NFL, let's get training camp going. You know, the media days, whatever. Let's just, I, I'm ready for I'm ready for the real sports to kick in. You don't like talking season? It when look. I used to go go to every possible media day event I could get to, and then after a while, just realized this is ridiculous because every question is talk about this, and every answer is work hard. And what's the big story coming out of SEC media days? It's that Nick Saban likes carrot cake. Like seriously, <laughs> like it's like look. Don't get me wrong. I love nothing more than hanging out in the bar with you know talking sports and football with all the media types that that's where it's fun Mm -hmm. but everything else it's just it's such a waste of time but be that as it may it does mean that we're going to get football pretty soon we're getting there and we make our way closer and closer here's one area i want to go with you pete you do this 365 i mean you're putting out the content at college football news you know every team one through 131 you do this on a daily basis Right after we get through the season, though, you put out a way-too-early top 25, and everybody does it. Is there a team that, going back to January, February, even into spring football, you were a lot higher on than you are today? As the summer has continued, that you said, you know what, maybe I had this one wrong. I don't know about having it wrong, but I do think in terms of it's a finite line here, uh, where USC maybe like just a tad bit more. Because the question is, could they do something with the defense? Mm-hmm. And they did. Bear the Alexander. Portal. So, so now you've got, you know, they didn't get the, the, the level of talent like they got for offense last year. Uh, but you've got enough offensive parts back uh, to be great as long as Caleb Williams is in one piece. That Pac-12 season is going to be a bear. Uh, but I do think we kind of thought that, all right, well, USC is going to lose three, or three games or so, but 
I don't know if that's happening. I, I just it, the Pac-12 is great from you know top to just before Stanford, um, mm-hmm. but it, it that might be the team that Lincoln Riley kind of does what he did with Oklahoma and gets them to a college football playoff, and then they get annihilated by the SEC team. But uh, that's kind of the – that's what I kind of, but it's more like, at this point, teams I don't like quite as much, you know, up top. Like, I just kind of knee-jerk assume that Alabama is going to be, you know, great and everything. I'm not sold. I'm getting there, I'm too. with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I know it, maybe it's because we can't – because look at the quarterback succession you had there. I mean, you mm-hmm. went from, you know, Jacob Coker – winning a national championship, and then right after that, Jalen Hurts takes over. He turned out to be pretty good. And yeah. after that, it was Tua. He yeah. turned out to be pretty good. And Mac Jones turned out to be pretty good. And Bryce Young turned out to be pretty good. And now they don't really have that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, they're Jalen Noro's got upside and, and all that, and Tyler Buckner's okay. But they, they've got talent. They've, they're Alabama. I mean, big deal. But the the line the difference between being eleven and one Alabama and oh my god they're in this thing look out and ten and two also ran that might be just not having that superstar quarterback this year. Uh, you know you mentioned the Pac twelve and I don't know what the future holds for the, for the Pac twelve. Obviously we do know that UCLA and USC this this is it. And then what's it going to look like after that? How's it uh, is it going to remain intact? But if this is the end. They've really got a chance to go out with a bang, don't they? I mean, there are so many great quarterbacks in this league. As you mentioned, the parity, I think you can get midway through the conference, and I can actually make a case for Washington State, for crying out loud, Oregon sure State. You, can. you really can. Um, there's a, if, if indeed the curtain's coming down, my gosh, this is a, this is a, a conference you have to clearly keep your eyes on this uh, this fall. Yeah, and I think it's I'll, I'll flip that around on you. I, I'm saying it's kind of being undersold, underreported part of this. But what is the, it, it, all the doom and gloom of the off season and all the ha ha? Look at Pac-12 can't get a media deal. Well, what have we kind of learned over the last you know t- couple weeks or so? Well. The Big Ten and SEC, while they always operate in silence, they're not exactly in a position to expand, at least now, anymore. they got to get their own house in order. they got got to get everything else straightened out to make sure that their new parts you know, still work in the SEC come next year and that the Big Ten can actually pay off all the stuff in 2020. So they're not exactly in the expansion position. And the Big Ten, Big 12, yab, 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 yab. And like they talk all the time. Where again... Expansion operates in silence, and the Big 12 didn't do that. So how do you know that they're not very good at the expansion thing right now? They are talking a lot because it's finding out whatever media deal the Pac-12 comes up with, it's not going to blow anybody out of the water, but it's going to be as good, if not maybe just a little bit better or slightly worse than what the Big 12 and ACC is. And that's enough. That's Because Utah, Colorado, they, they apparently have no real interest in going to the Big 12. San Diego State, well, they got rejected before they could get rejected the other way around. And so I don't think the big the Pac-12 is actually going to go anywhere for a while. So, yes, I do think that what's happening next is they will come up with a media deal. We've got to get past the idea that, oh, ha-ha, look at they're on you know this streaming service or whatever, because that's what people watch now, so that doesn't matter if you're not on ESPN or Fox. Well, it does. No, it does. It, it doesn't. Nobody cares. If you're under the age of See, I, us, nobody watches TV. That's true. Nobody watches streaming services. So it's, it's, if it's on somewhere, people will find it. So I, I'm not one to say. I think, I think that is probably the one big thing that's happened over the last two weeks. 
looks like that the Pac-12 is far more, at least, cohesive than we, than everyone makes it out to be. Well, they're certainly singing from the same hymn book. Whether whether or not that uh, that comes to fruition remains to be seen. Because if they've got anything, don't you have to show your cards at some point? No, because look, they they do as long as they know that things are in the works and something's going to happen. Someone's going to give them money. This thing. And again, we're not talking. I've mentioned this to you guys. Before, we're not talking about that much in the sports media landscape of things. I mean, you can't get a good NFL starting quarterback for the price that we're talking about uh, distributing for each team. So it's it's a lot of money, but it's they're going to get there. And, and as I've said all along, the Big Twelve wants to get these teams. But if you're a Colorado or you're a Utah. Yeah, I, I get it, but the advantages of going to the Big 12 aren't quite as great. Uh, so I, I, I'm still skeptical that, the, that the, the Pac-12 is going anywhere fast, unless, as we speak, someone in the Big 10 offices over here or someone in the SEC is finally figured out, you know what, maybe we want like the sixth largest media market in the country and we go get Arizona State, or we go after Washington and Oregon and become coast-to-coast. So these things are changing fast. Certainly are. Well, we look back to last week in Big 12 football media days. Texas, are they back in your mind, Pete Futek? What does it mean by back, though? Uh, I mean, playoff team. Yeah, they should be. But, you know, as my, my line keeps going. That's an 11-win team and a 9-win body. I mean, we know how it goes. They, they don't, I, I'm going to butcher this stat, but it's something close to roughly as I'm about to like, throw a bunch of things out there. I think that they're... Like, Kansas and I want to say Texas Tech or something like that are the only teams that don't have a 10-win season in X amount of year, like in the Big 12. Like It's kind of crazy. Everyone else in the Big 12 has had at least one year of monster success, and Texas hasn't. So it's always kind of the team that should be there. They've got the talent. They've got the ability. But, you know, you guys know it's better than anybody else. You know, where's the free space in the Big 12? Is it Houston? Yeah. Okay, that, that's still a team that I think they play at Houston. Might be year, Cincinnati so. this year. Cincinnati, sure, because they're totally rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, West Virginia, kind of, but not really. Um, so there's, the Big 12 is going to be a lot like last year. And we forget that ECU needed a lot of last-second breaks and you know, close calls to get where they got. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see anybody getting through this with under, you know, two, you know fewer than two losses. So, uh, But put it this way, I will take Texas to be one of the teams that's going to probably be in the Big 12 championship because you could name like six other teams and you wouldn't be shocked this year if someone like, if a Texas Tech rose up and yeah. improved on last year, it wouldn't be that shock. I got Baylor. That's my dark horse. Do you? Interesting. You know who the TV? You know who don't, they don't want in it? Oklahoma and Texas to bring the curtain down in the Big Twelve. <laughs> oh, dear God, no! Oh, oh. oh seriously, they, in, the, in the dream world, it's the Pac-12 title is uh, Washington versus Oregon, and the dream world for the Big Twelve, uh, you are talking maybe not TCU, uh, but it would be something like a or Oklahoma know, State, Iowa State, Baylor, K State, anybody. Oh, oh, actually, but that's what you need. You need actually it would be a good deal to have. Uh, either a TCU, a Kansas State, and an Oklahoma because they need to find a power player. They do. After Texas and Oklahoma leaves, the conference is still great. It's still going to be fun. It's still going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. But there's no, there's no real national, you know, team. Right. You know, there's no, there, you know, you only have you know the University of Kansas, University of West Virginia, and all that. But 
you don't have, you know, Texas and Oklahoma. You don't have that giant anchor tenant in the mall. Who's, Until we get to January. Well, who's best equipped to be that team in football? Um, yeah. T Boone's no. not with us anymore. He nope. can throw a lot of money at it, but nope. those still money's coming well, in. From... But they're still not. But you're still not the University of Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, you're still not the University of Iowa. You're still not. You know, it's there, there's a reason why the Big Ten, you know, went for University of Maryland and of Nebraska and. State University of New Jersey, all that kind of stuff. But I would, and I, I get yelled at because there's stats to kind of prove otherwise, at least in terms of viewership. I would actually say BYU. Yeah, so because my, BYU is kind of, is yep. kind of Notre Dame-ish in the yeah. way that they have an international fan base because of the original just to fill it. Uh, uh, so they've got affiliation. So they've got the, the built-in base that yeah. always watches. History's there. Your name. History's there. And, you know, that's one of the teams. I think there's other fun stuff, which I'm going to butcher, where you look at, you know, give me the Big 12 teams that have a national championship on their resume in the last, mm. you know, 40 years, and that's one of them. Mm. Um, so I, I would actually think kind of BYU is kind of but, – but, but in a new world next year, when we pivot to a 12-team college football playoff, all our expectations are going to change. All this conversation is going to change. Yeah. It's going to be like, instead of being who's the star, it's going to be can you go 10-2? and two? Because in the mm-hmm. college football playoff era, all the team, pretty much every Power Five team that went ten and two or better, would have gotten mm-hmm. into a college football playoff, with a few minor exceptions. So that, so then the bar, the goalposts, and metaphoring up here, has changed big time for all these teams. And if you're if you're a BYU, if you're any of these teams, if you're any of these programs, if you're Iowa State, you know you can have a right year and be ten and two. And all of a sudden, you just slide right into this thing, and that's going to be the goal going forward, as opposed to being like this monster super team. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, it is. Is this football that uh, that uh, drives everything? I get it, but if the if basketball wise, does that factor at all? Uh, I know your mark thinks that the, that uh, schools are leaving significant money on the table by not um, emphasizing basketball uh, as part of this television agreements. Yeah, and look what's coming. Also, women's sports. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, women's basketball is is going to just only grow because that is such an untapped market. You're right as we're as we're figuring out right now whether it's your thing or not. You know, there is a, a base out there that was is kind of dying mm-hmm. for you know to have women representation. So that as well. So yeah, like basketball too. I mean, but yes, college basketball and the Big Twelve. If it gets UConn and if it gets Gonzaga. Oof. Then all right, you, you you own it, but what do you own? Because nobody pays attention to college basketball until February, so like it's it's nice and it's programming, uh, but it's just it's just not the same at all as opposed to football. P. Futek, college football news. Talk some Big Twelve, Big Ten next week in Indianapolis. It was nice when he was in your home stomping grounds there in Chicago. Are you making the drive over to Indy? No. No, no, no. Last time we went to Indianapolis was for the national championship, and it was minus 408 degrees. Uh, and so I've got, Look, I, again, big. these media days are fine. Nothing you can't really watch on That's TV. just it, right? Yeah, you can, though. And, I mean, yeah, and that's, I mean, obviously there's nothing that beats the, you know, the behind-the-scenes just, you know, kibitzing with the, mm-hmm. you know, the coaches and things. But, they're, but now they, they've, they've really kind of roped off the, the coaches so much. Uh, that it's hard to get at them more than usual. And what's the talk going to be? It's going to be expansion. Where are you expanding to next? That's going to be the main thing. And then, you know, obviously the addition of USC and UCLA and a holding pattern going forward. And then 
everything about Northwestern. Super ding, ding, ding. Discussion there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just uh, that's just going to be a whole lot of ugly for uh, the media days there. No one's going to want to. Everyone's going to kind of want to cover it, but not really. So you're in Chicago. Um, how big of a talker is it there with all the professional, the love for professional sports? Is it a big talker? No, because there's just there's. It, Northwestern is is really a national fan base for what fan base there is. There's not like a Chicago Northwestern contingent. So as always, like with any football program, as soon as this all happened, there was the instant knee jerk reaction that oh, you know, Fitz would never do that. I know him. I had a you know I, I shook his hand. He would never done that or anything like that. So it's gonna get weird, get ugly, but not to make this about what's on the field because what's off the field is more important in this case. You're talking about a team that's gone one and eight in the Big Ten in three of the last four years. So it's not like, you know, we're talking Ohio State here in terms of just uproar. So it's just bad. I think more than anything else, because it's Northwestern and because it, it's, it's an actual university with learning, uh, that just takes a much bigger precedent over everything else. And I do think this is going to probably get uglier before it gets better because at the very least, the lawyers of Fitzgerald got are just as about as high powered as it gets, and we'll see how this handles. I think very quietly there's going to be some sort of settlement at some point, and then Fitzgerald's going to be the superstar number one defensive coordinator every football team at every level is going to want, and then give it three or four years, and then he probably finds his way into a head coaching job again. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. Pete, thank you. It's a one-stop shop, College Football News is, regardless of your conference affiliation or your team, you'll find it there. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Futek, as we check in on college sports. So my age is – I'm going to be 65 in December. Does it really not matter that you're on Fox on Saturday night or ABC on Saturday night? Not for people under – you really believe that that's the case? Yeah. I see how young people consume me- media. They don't watch television. But they're not watching themselves. It's it's us consumers that are watching the games. But what demographic do advertisers want to hit? Uh, my dem well maybe not no, my demographic, but <laughs> they, up into my mid 50s. No. The big the demographic that we want on sports radio is 25 to 55. 2454. Yeah. That's the big one. Men, 2454. They're the well this is what we this is me saying this ladies, the breadwinners, yeah. right? That's what it was we, we were forever. You mean to tell me that it's not important you're on ABC, ESPN, Fox, your games. You'd rather watch it on your phone than a 70-inch TV? Not you're me. out of your mind. Not me. Not you. Young people. That's what this conversation is about. That 25 to 54 demographic yep. is changing. Yeah. Is it? Do they have disposable? It's all about the income, though. You have to have the money in your pocket. Well, not in your pocket anymore, in your debit card. Buying <laughs> patterns, though, people are very well established by the time they get to my age. You don't change. You don't change. If you bought Fords and you're 45, you're not going to suddenly go out and get a Chevy. You've been drinking Coors Light since you were 21 years old. Wink, wink. You're not going to suddenly go out and buy bush light. Buying patterns are very, it's Mm -hmm. about getting those people when they're younger, when Mm -hmm. those buying patterns and what they're going to kick their, lock their heels into. That's what you're going for. I'll give you 20 years from hell. ABC is for sale for crying out loud. So that kind of defeats my, I mean, who would have thought you you could actually buy a television network mm-hmm. anytime in our lifetime? ABC's on the block right now. ESPN very well could be. Without, Igor said no. 
Well, we're keeping said, ESPN. We're selling ABC. He said we're looking at potential partnerships, though, too. That's true. He did. Yeah, with Time Apple, Warner. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix, YouTube, mm-hmm. the streamers, the streamers. It's changing. It's changed. My kids, when our internet is out, and it's often. Freaking Google Fiber still will not Trent, get in my neighborhood. Trent, this has been going on for you forever. I'm you, so frustrated. You got to be at a point where you, you know what? You're, maybe it's just not coming. It probably isn't. Right? Yeah, it's probably a dead zone. Yeah, and that's the reason we get a crappy CenturyLink. But you're right next door to the West of Meat Moin Cop Shop. You would think that we would hope, right? Well, it's on the other side of EP True. Maybe that's the, uh, that, maybe. that might be the cutoff there. They, uh, but when they have to watch Directv, and you flip on Bluey, kid show. And a commercial comes on, they can't handle it. They, they can't because they are so used to consuming what they want, when they want, right away. What, what's Bluey, by the way? It is probably my, it is, not probably. It's my favorite kid show, recent Is it a show. cartoon? It is. It's from Australia. And it's two dogs. Better than Bugs Bunny? Oh, yeah. A hundred ah, times better. It's a hundred times. It is hilarious. The dad, the dad dog. He's an old curmudgeon, yeah. and he has one of my favorite lines. His kid wants him to play with him, and he's sitting on the recliner. He finally got done after a long day at dog mm-hmm. work, whatever that was. Yeah. And he said, absolutely, I'll play with you as long as I don't have to do anything or move my mouth. <laughs> and absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, We flip it on, though, and a commercial comes. Jack goes, where's Bluey? Dude, you got to wait. What channel would I find Bluey on DirecTV? Uh, Disney Plus, or Disney, Disney Junior. Don't even know where they are. Two ninety two, something okay. like that. You don't probably make in that area very often. Cartoon Network's there, kind of all that group. Johnny Quest? Do they watch Johnny? <laughs> Not yet. That's uh, that's a little more advanced than what they're they're looking at right now. Certainly, Jack. He's not there. We had to take away a couple of the cartoons too. A little, a little too violent. Really? Yeah. Didn't like. The coyote kind of... getting the anvil on his head as he. Came not to... those ones, no. Those are still good. And the kids actually. But before we went to Disney back for spring break, we had to watch a bunch of that stuff. We watched a Popeye. Jack loved it. Really? An old Popeye. Like, yeah. Was Wimpy were... in it? Yes, absolutely. And olive oil yes. and Pluto? He thought Popeye was great, and he started eating his spinach, spinach? after that. Yes. Popeye the Sailor Man. Those old ones still hold up. Same thing with Looney Tunes. If they're beyond one of those networks, flip it on, and the kids still get mm-hmm. sucked in. The old ones are still good. Of the new ones, though, Bluey, he's a winner. Uh, well, let's try and make somebody a winner right here on our radio program, Look shall we? That. It's time for another $1,000 home run. Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword grand into that pop-up box. Just type grand at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. More opportunities with Murph and Natty in the drive with Heather and Sean. As we just talked about with Pete Futek from College Football News, yes. media days can... Leave a little something to be desired. Yes. SEC Media Days. He mentioned the Nick Saban story. The carrot cake, yep. Carrot cake. Yep. Uh, getting forced to go on an Italian vacation. Did you see that one? I knew he went on one. He was forced to go on it? He was forced to go on it. He, well, it was his 50th anniversary, I It thought. was, yeah. It was a gift from some of their friends. He'd been able to push it off for two years, but finally he had to go this year. But there is a bigger story. It deals with beer from SEC Media Days. We'll get into that when we come Beer? Back. Beer. And my man, Sam Pittman. 
I love Sam Pittman. We all do. Yeah, Sam Pittman's everyday us, right? Yes. Who got an opportunity, paid every single due he possibly could, and it came to him late in life. And I hope he's at Arkansas for his, well, till his time is up. Right? Not up, up on earth, mm-hmm. but till he's had enough of coaching. 1230. Uh, keyword this hour, grand, grand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And KXNO.com. We'll come back. Miller and Condon's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. States. Trent Condon back with you. Are you a DIY landlord? Then you probably don't have much free time. Between finding tenants, filling out tax forms, repairing drywall, and answering calls about runny faucets and leaky toilets, you're not free to do much of anything. That's why you need Renner's Warehouse. When our professional landlords go to work for you, you're suddenly free to do a lot of things. Free to get a good night's sleep. Free to have dinner with your family every night. Free to take a vacation. And free to be so efficient managing one property, you're free to acquire even more. And one step closer to financial freedom. Go to renterswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis. Or call 515-528-4429. That's 528-4429. And feel free to remember this rhyme. DIY is no way to be. Call Renner's Warehouse and feel free. Not only does Central Iowa Sports provide a great environment for youth to play baseball and fast pitch, but they promote sportsmanship in the game. Help players, parents, and coaches and their relationship with umpires. Central Iowa Sports also donates throughout the year to local Iowa charities, along with donating the awards to the Iowa Miracle League. Central Iowa Sports, helping boost local economy by hosting local tournaments and creating great part-time seasonal jobs. Find out how you can get involved at Central Iowa sports. Strike! Umpires are in short supply and are greatly needed. Now you can become a youth umpire for baseball and fast pitch with Iowa U-Triple-S-A sports officials and Central Iowa sports. Be around the game that you love and the greatest part-time opportunity ever where you can make great money. They offer on-field training and no experience required to apply. For more information to get back into the game, Go to IAUSO.com. That's IAUSO.com. And get back. Our radio app now. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rate. Play Circa Million, where you make five picks against the spread each week with 100% payback. Or join Circus Survivor, where you select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. There's number four. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. Utilizing our vast game and industry expertise, we sell portable pitching mounds, field equipment, and field products that we trust, use, and have used when coaching or playing. But that's not all. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. 
Craig Allison has years of experience in the mound business and is Victory Mounds National Sales Executive, while Mike Donahoe is in charge of field equipment and products. Visit VictoryMounds.com to see what Victory Mounds can do for you and your... Now back to Miller and Condit on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, 25 minutes before one, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. The keyword was grand. Grand at KXNO.com is your chance to win $1,000. Grand KXNO.com. All right, you started to talk about beer. My attention uh, was peaked. <laughs> uh, so the question was asked of our man Sam Pittman, the Arkansas head coach. He has mentioned in the past that he likes to have a beer after a big win. Not uh, why wouldn't you? And a reporter asked him about a specific kind of beer. It's not an Arkansas-based one. Okay. It's one, though, that certainly us here in the upper Midwest know about. They asked him if so, he... So, hang on. Let me try and figure... Yeah. An, um, is it is it popular still? Is it an old... Like it's a an sh- old beer. Like a Schlitz? Like a Schlitz. Same realm. You're on the right path. PBR? Nope, a little bit less well known, I'd say, even than PBR. Schlitz, if you're not a Schlitz, you're not a beer. PBR. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can help you out here. Do it because I'm. I'm, I'm uh... Here's a commercial. Okay. For this beer that I remember vividly, because there were cartoons involved. I know where you're going. It's it's going. Go, it's the bear. The bear. Yeah. Uh, hands. From the land of sky blue waters. Your idea of fun is, it's always better when you top it off with a great-tasting Ham's beer. You'll find the land of sky blue waters in every Ham's. Ham's, the beer refreshing Ham's. Register to win an Alaskan fishing trip and prizes from Daiwa and Igloo. Sweepstakes details at participating stores where Ham's is sold. See, now this goes back to our last segment. Your son, Jack, will Uh never see this. No. Absolutely not. Right? He'll he'll be deprived of something that we grew up with with I, commercials. I loved hams. I like the the I like the can. I'm not oh, sure. Oh yes. So because the commercials, at least when I was growing up in the eighties, mm-hmm. they were cartoons. Mm-hmm. They had the bear yeah. and it was a cartoon yeah. and yeah. I was like, This is great. Yep. And grandpa, he had hams in the fridge. Sure. I bet he did. He had old mill. He old had Schlitz. Milwaukee. He had those were the main ones. Mm-hmm. And then Grain Belt when he could get it, but it was pretty much only Minnesota then, yeah. uh, back then. But he'd always bring back some Grain Belt when he came back and was visiting the cities. But Hams was one that was certainly back then a big deal. I remember my freshman year. And moving in the dorm, can't have booze in there. Mm-hmm. I had booze in there. You and weren't alone. <laughs> got my buddy, that was 21. Hey, need you to go to the store and get something for the dorm. Okay. Not the brightest kid if he's still just a freshman in school. No, he's not a freshman. Oh, he was he's, okay. No, gotcha. He's a senior. All right. He's 21. But hey, just want to have a 12 pack to have. All right. Go to Hy-Vee. Hams. 12 pack. This is 1998. How much? 399. Jeez. 399 for a 12 pack and as an 18-year-old, the price was right. So that would be my dorm beer fridge that I'd have in there and it worked well. Hams did Hams. just right. Now, and can, that's Pittman's beer of choice. Or he was asked about He that? was asked about it, which question. was, it was one of, somebody asked him, would he like a 
a ham. Well, said, some reporter asked Lane Kiffin today that I, I told people tell me I look like you. Do you think I look like you? This was a question today. SEC media days might be worse than the Super Bowl interviews. <laughs> yeah. It, it, there are some weird ducks. Well, how about the grown men who show up with their faces painted mm-hmm. and all their gear to hang out in the lobby in, in hopes that they, because they're behind the ropes, you can't get near the players or the mm-hmm. coaches. Oh, my God. It just means more, I guess, Trent. Well, and I remember one of the first years that Nebraska joined the Big Ten and being in Chicago and seeing the exact same thing. I've been going to media days for a couple of years at that point, and Nebraska comes in, and, oh, I remember what it was. I think Pelini was the coach at the time. I was riding an elevator with Pelini. Or it was either Callahan or Pelini, but whoever. Whoever the Nebraska head coach was, and I was riding the elevator with him. All right, there he is, and there's the media handler hanging out with him mm-hmm. in the SID. Mm-hmm. And we come off the elevator to get to the floor where the interviews are taking place that morning. And there are... 25 Nebraska fans waiting for the elevator to open and how long they'd been there, I have no idea. Trying to get an autograph, mm. trying to get a picture. and Oh, no, 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 you're mistaken. Those were media members that cover Nebraska. Well, and that's the thing, too. I, I think we might have seen a few of those that were also hanging out with that Probably group. Probably did. Nebraska, that fan base, that media base is different than anything else that certainly we have in the Big Ten. They are SEC-like in their mm-hmm. fandom, their weirdness. It just means more. That is well. You don't impressive. show up at media days with a polo shirt with the team you're covering's logos on it for crying out loud. Yeah, don't do that. Now, if you're HawkeyeReport.com, well, it's hard to stay away from that. Right. right. If you're Hawkeye Insider, that's a little bit different. But just wearing the polo and you're working for New Station X, mm-hmm. that's not a good Huskers. look. <laughs> Got the N on the side, and you're ready to go and interview, and you're going to ask some tough questions to Coach. Uh, Coach Frost, Coach Rule this year. Yeah, really. Frost, better guess now. (laughs) I'll never forget him saying that in his first. You better get us this Uh year because. uh, They got him. They did. They kept getting him. Few too many times. Yep. When's the last time you had a hams, by the way? Oh, Trent. I I, I, uh, got in a little run of PBR. I found a tap in Vegas. Uh Actually, it's a Venetian of all places. I I like PBR. I do, too, especially on tap. I've had a Schlitz. Mm, semi-recently, not very good. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of Schmitz one night. Oh, yeah. With the deer on the can yeah, or the fish yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. It was a day before Easter and drank way too many of them. They're a buck at the bar back mm-hmm. up in North Iowa. And felt it the next day. It was a hot Easter Sunday in church that uh, one. I remember being like a kid seriously in a candy store crossing the border and walking into a place, and the cooler had all the American beers, right? After seeing them on TV, all the commercials for so many years. And this, I would have been 19 at the time. And you go to Grand Forks, and one side of the river in Grand Forks, Minnesota, the other side's North Dakota. Minnesota was 19, North Dakota was 21. Uh-huh. So you go across the river, and of course, you load up and back to the place called the Westward Ho in Grand Forks. What a place. Old beers. Yep. Olympia is one that I, I like. The yellow can. Yes. Got six as a dog at Olympia in Tucson, Arizona in 1974. I was 15. That's one that, you know, from 70s, 80s kind of period that I just never saw around, at least where I grew up. But I know a lot of mm-hmm. people talked about that one. Uh, there was another one, too. Heilman's. And that's old I style, right? I remember Heilman's, but I... Did they have a... Oh, 
outside of old style, did they have a different beer? Though? I don't remember. Or was it just that one? And again, I don't remember that one. Memory from years yeah. ago, maybe starting to to trick me a little bit mm-hmm. here. Of course, High Life, but we have the High Life Lounge here, and maybe that just makes well, the thought process. Do difference. you remember? And I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm making this up in my head. Do you remember when Miller Lite came? Well, it was the commercials. Oh, absolutely. Was With John Madden coming out yes. of the pa- behind the paper wall and all of them. I mean, yes. so many stars in these things. Euchre. Euchre, for yes, sure. That was the Cheap Seats one, right? I think it was. Yeah, I think, I think right. that was a Miller yep. Lite one. I love the old beer. Stro. How about Stro? Yeah, that's a Minnesota beer, is it is not? It? I think it is. Okay, that was one that, again, I remember Grandpa had that. Grandpa you remember like, Punch Grandpa Tops? Grandpa had a lot of beer, I'm learning. Sound, sound like I'd like your Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the Punch Tops where you'd punch the two holes in them? No. They're like... Um, I don't know. You push down on them, and that, that's how you'd... You wouldn't pull the tab. Okay. You would actually push. There would be a little one, and then the big one for the beer to come out. Uh, or if, prior to that, did actually have to have a can opener to get into those bad boys? Oh, gotcha. I remember those. I'm sure, I'm sure beer had uh, the push tabs. Maybe it was just Canadian beer. I don't think so. I think it was. I, I think it was down here. Anyways, fun conversation. So kind of go back in time, right? Um, Hams, Schlitz, ugh, so many. Heilman's also had what one of the colors. Have? Special export. I don't remember that beer. I remember hearing the name, and it almost feels like there was somebody. My parents owned a tavern too, so oh, there'd be the barflies that would like their special one. Mm-hmm. So we'd get some. Stro was one of them. That was I'm one. I'm sure that, it's a Minnesota beer trend. Ah, let's see. Stro Brewing Company, based in Detroit. Well, so much for that. Close. <laughs> yeah, it was Detroit in the Lakes, Minnesota. Oh, maybe. there you go. There you go. Right. Jim wants to talk some beer with us. All right, I'm happy to do so. Uh, Jim, welcome to the program. Oh, wrong button. Hey, Jim, how are you? Welcome, Jim. I'm great. Hey, good conversation. My dad uh, went to school at uh, UNO, University of Nebraska, Omaha, and he worked for Falstaff and would get, um, uh, you know, that was his part-time gig, and and he would talk about how he'd get uh, a case of the seconds. uh, Really? the, The canning wasn't uh, bottling wasn't done right, you know, you yeah. get a, a can of beer that was too full or, or maybe half full, he would get that for 50 cents, and that's what they drank all the time, so it's made out of corn. No yeah, kid, corn. Falstaff Goodwin, appreciate Falstaff. the call, Jim. Yeah, remember that one well, Schaefer? I remember Schaefer. That one ring yeah, a bell it, for it, you? Yeah, it was kind of a nondescript can, if memory mm-hmm. rings a bell. So, <laughs> the, probably 1977, I worked a weekend, I couldn't take it, it was awful. Uh, but Molson Brewery, Molson, Molson right? Yeah, Molson, yeah, Canadian. absolutely. And my job was to take the empties off a pallet and put them on a conveyor belt for eight hours a day. Oh boy! And it was just awful, with one exception: in the break room, there was a fridge, uh-huh. and it was help yourself uh-huh. and drink as much as you want. At lunch, you break in the afternoon. Or after your shift, what? you can have as much Molson Canadian as you could possibly drink. That's dangerous. It is. Um, for a number of reasons, it's dangerous. Because obviously you have to get home uh, after that period of time. But what an awful job. And sticky and gnats and flies and just... But it paid great. I mean, it, it paid more money, I can remember, than you know any of the part-time jobs that were out there. But I, I just couldn't do it. Um, 
but I did it for a weekend. <laughs> Going to the break room, and there's all these Sl- old dudes. Slugging beers. Slugging one after another. You, you got a half-hour break, and you're going to get you, four of them down. And, uh, yeah, and, and you know, do, go do your job, and two hours later, you're back in there. Bob, welcome, Bob. How are you? I'm great, guys. Good conversation. I got to tell you, I'm from the East Coast. Uh, we're going to call you and tell you about Schaefer, okay. uh, the Philadelphia beer. But do you remember Ballantine Ale? Yes. Also? Yep. That's yes. a new one for me. Do you remember? Do you remember the commercial for Schaefer, where they were all beer distributors and the rookies had to get up on a keg and I don't. sing the song? You don't. Can I sing it for you? Yes, yes. of course you can. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're. Having more than one, <laughs> nice. and I and I was only ten years old when I, when I when I heard that, and and yeah, and Stros, I was going to call you too. I lived in Toledo. That was the beer out of Detroit. We said it stinks because it comes from the Detroit River. <laughs> there was Stros and Stros Light. I mean, that beer There's was Strohs. just like Bush Light around here. Yeah, so. uh, good Keep stuff, going, guys. Yeah, thank you, Bob. I appreciate the Schaefer call. beer commercial. Here we go. I got the radio jingle from 1973. Jesus. Schaefer is the one bit to have when you're having more than one. <laughs> what a Ten-year-old line. Bob still remembers. The beer to have when you're having more than one. See, Jack will never remember no. this because he doesn't want to watch commercials. Oh, man. How sad. The finest beer I ever taste. Lucille Ball. Did an advertisement for Schaefer beer. What did uh, Laverne and Shirley? Who did they work for? What was their brewery? Ah, uh, well, Milwaukee, right? It, they was set in Milwaukee, but it wasn't Miller. No, I don't think it was. Man, what was that one? We got to take a break. This is too much fun. I could talk uh, about beer all day long. Yeah, we don't get off these tangents very often. No, we don't. Well, it's the time of year to do it, is. right? Middle of July. Uh, later than that, it's Des Moines Sports Station. We'll be back with Trent's Plays of the Day. Circus Sports sponsor those. Three weeks from today, we'll be wrapping up at Stadium Swim. Are you aware of that? Ooh. You're playing if it's on time. We will better be. be. It better be, that's for sure. Because I don't know how to set up the equipment. It's Des Moines <laughs> Sports Station, 106.7. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Aid Freedom. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your side. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rate. Play Circa Million, where you make five picks against the spread each week with 100% payback. Or join Circus Survivor, where you select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. 
$14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Shots Brewery is the answer. Shots Brewing, yes, that is the name from Laverne and Shirley. Thank you to. It wasn't real though, right? No, fictional. I, don't, I, yes. I think it was fictional. They uh, a lot of callers came in, in coming in on that one. A lot of uh, fun stuff off the air too from people. Unfortunately, we're tight on time here, so. And you've got two baseball games tonight, real quick. Yes, coming up at five o'clock on ninety six nine The Bull. It'll be the rematch of last year's championship game. The number one Johnston Dragons against the fourth seeded Dowling Catholic Maroons. Four 50 with the pregame, 5 o'clock first pitch with the Dragons and the Maroons. And then the nightcap on 1430 KASI, the upstart Cinderella story. The Ames Little Cyclones try to punch their ticket to the championship game as they take on the Cedar Falls Tigers. And the championship game will be on KXNO tomorrow night. Yep, we'll have that one tomorrow night, 730, the estimated first pitch for the title tilt to the winners of both games here this evening. Are you betting any games tonight? I got two. On the Cubs. I'm jumping on the Cubs here this evening. Uh, give me them minus 115 with Stroman on the bump. And one more. Orioles are tied up. I know. How about that? And I what get them story. plus 170. Yeah, give me them plus 170, Orioles. What a story those Orioles are. All right, we're out of time. Murph and Andy up next. Uh, drive Heather and Sean 3 to 6 Miller and Condon. Weekdays 11 to 1. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Get